Welcome back to the After Dark Podcast, where we discuss topics that are none of our business. It's your boy, Black Mike, on the mic. We got Big Stir up top. Make sure you like, subscribe on YouTube, and ring the notification bell so you never leave. (laughs) (laughs) Take two. And ring the notification bell so you never miss an After Dark episode. <laughs> if you're listening on audio platforms, make sure to give us a follow. Give us a five-star comment if you're feeling ever so gracious. And give us a three-star comment if you're being truthful. We will take either or. We just need comments, all right? We just need comments. All right. So... You already know what's up. We are back. It is episode 30. I'm thinking about starting, like, letting y'all know what episode it is and shit so y'all can keep up with it. Let me know if y'all want that. Let me know if you want the episode number in the title, too, because maybe it's easier for you to find old clips. I don't know. We'll think about it. But it is episode 30 of the After Dark podcast. The Doc... The doc is pretty, it's, I would say it's a little different than usual. It's not the main, like, clickbaity kind of topics today. I think we got some fun, just kind of more, um, some shit that we saw on Twitter, some viral stuff going around, but more um, relatable to life type shit. We can just get into some really cool conversations and whatnot. So um, ready for that. But before we get into all of that, you know, it's been a week since we talked the Big Stir. Gotta see what he's been up to. The crazy life of the now fucking meathead fucking Roy Rage Sterling these days. Meathead Roy Rage Sterling. What's going on, bro? Nothing much. Uh, for the people that are listening, I'm not taking roids. I just started recently working out a lot more. Not recently, but I've been working out, but I've Working out really consistently now, and I'm becoming a little bit obsessed. Well, which if, is you follow, if you have him on Snapchat, I'm not going to leak his snap, but if you have him on snap, he post, he's been posting pictures a lot lately. We'll be able to tell if this roid rage thing is real or not. If we see Sterling looking like fucking Bradley Martin from Raw Gear, just in the <laughs> next two months, we know this nigga got his hands on some shit. And somebody in the fucking back room of the gym. We already know he got some shit going on. Nah. Yeah, it, and physically I'm working out my well, I work at my apartment gym, which is it's good and bad because I don't have to necessarily go anywhere to do it, which is it's great where I can just go upstairs and take a shower, eat, etc. But bad because it's a little crowded sometimes depending on what time you go. But I you know, I just kinda gotten to the point now where I just don't give a fuck. Um just go in there, handle my business and leave. Um, but yeah, just really getting focused on that. Really having put a big priority on my health, obviously transition into the latter part of my twenties, which is insane to even say. It was like, I was just 17, 18 years old, got to go to college. Um, that being said, my life is going well. Otherwise though, man, I'm not going to sit here and lie to you. I mean, work is work is work. I never want to shit on work. I never want to Say great things about work is work is work. I love my coworkers. Um, played pickleball actually last Friday. Um, for the people that don't know what pickleball is, the most dangerous sport in the world. It's a very very country club sport, and if you if you know what I mean by country club, go ahead and leave a like all because of that. Um, <laughs> with that being said, first time playing, I'm freaking nice, bro. I'm so nice. I'm still good. 
I'm so good at pickleball. Like, I'm not even joking. Like, I'm actually so good at that game. Were you um, playing anybody that was good, or were you fucking just playing yeah, a bunch playing of other first time my pickleballers? No, my, my, a few of my coworkers played, like, like, play, and, like, I didn't, dude, first off, the paddles, bro, I was about to go buy one before we went and played, $100, I was like, whoa, whoa, oh, whoa. Hell. Yeah. But there's, a, but they're like, if you go on Amazon, there's like ones for like 50, 60 bucks. That's um, still a hell of a Why didn't, why didn't it just 20 bucks? But the thing is, is, is because like, it doesn't matter when it comes to pickleball. Cause that's the only expense you're going to have from that point, basically aside from like renting out a court. And those are usually pretty cheap. Um, and that's where it's like the front end investment to get you in. And then you continue playing. It's like golf. Well, then golf's all. Nah, that's not like golf is expensive as fuck. What are you talking about? No, no, no. I mean, I play golf too, but we're we're slowing down with that as it gets a little colder out. But um, yeah, man, super fun. Had a lot of fun doing that. Missed my haircut on Friday. My but my barber is the goat. I'm supposed to get charged thirty seven fifty if I miss my appointment. Um, or if I have to cancel, you know, with outside of a certain time frame. He held that shit for me. I went and saw him on uh, Saturday. Cut me up. That's my boy. And uh, yeah, it's it's been going good though, man. Life is good. No ladies. No interesting lady stories. Or anything involved with that? Trust me, my life is just as dry as the Sahara. Just kidding. It's not that dry, but um, it's going, man. It's going. I would ask you how you're doing, but. You know, we'll be here for 10 hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for real. We don't need to get on that. But I'm doing good, man. I'm, I'm chilling, uh, you know, trying to get everything situated in the new crib, which y'all can see. Uh, second video in the new spot. Trying to get all that situated, you know, trying to plan out what I'm going to do. I actually kind of got a cool idea that I forgot to tell you about. Um Okay. That I'm not going to let the audience be privy to, so I'll keep that on the back burner. But, you know, everything's going straight. I'm actually, uh, I think I'm going to see Dave Chappelle tomorrow, so. Uh, no way. Yeah, that's going to be, that's going to be a good right? time. Yeah, he's at the PNC Arena uh, tomorrow, so. <clears throat> Hope Bro, he says some controversial you. shit. I've already read up that people have been walking out based off of his Israeli takes. <laughs> So, oh, dude, you gotta, you have to let me know how that shit goes, bro. Oh my god! I, I'll let you know off camera. I know comedy's a big thing. I'm not trying to spoil it for any viewers yeah. or something like that. But I mean, maybe I'll talk about it, you know, briefly on the pod next week. But that's what I got yeah. going on, man. Uh, we're gonna go ahead and kick off the show. We got some good shit to talk about, and we're gonna go ahead and get it off. And you know, the number one thing we're gonna talk about today actually was not on the dock until right when we started recording. I saw this from my boy Stephen A. Smith, the GOAT of sports commentating. I don't care what anyone says. The only other argument to me would be Skip Bayless because he found not only Stephen A., but he put Shannon Sharp on. He's put a lot of people on, to be honest. And he was the Drake. Is he the Drake of sports commentating? He's more like the who? Skip? He's more like the Wayne. I was thinking, I, was, I knew you were about to say Wayne. Maybe, maybe, uh, maybe Stephen A is more like the Drake. And I feel like Stephen A is more like the Drake. He kind of like took what Skip did and started. Because Skip started the whole debate podcasting and um, brought, you know, 
was avid about bringing Stephen A on, was avid about bringing um, Shannon Sharp on. And on. Uh, so, I mean, and those are two sports analyst legends, and obviously I think he brought on the GOAT. And because of that, he's the only argument. But I do think Stephen A's a GOAT. But that's not – we're not here to talk about who's a GOAT of sports commentators. Went on a little bit hey, tangent. We're going everything. Yeah. <laughs> but what we are here to talk about is Stephen A commenting on something that went kind of viral today. So a group of ladies made a list of places men shouldn't take them on the first date. Now, fellas, I can imagine that you probably already know where this list is going to go, and I don't have to preface this at all. I feel like the girls are probably on the edge of their seat, like, ooh, I wonder what this is. Like, is it true? Is it not? You know, after I read a few of these, if you think this is true, this is going to be a fun segment. This is going to be a fun segment. So... The number one place they had, they had Cheesecake Factory, places like Applebee's, Chili's, Chipotle, Olive Garden, the movies, Your House, which is my personal favorite, um, any fast food chain, the the gym, I don't know why you took someone to the gym anyways, Family Functions, Movie Night, which is also Your House, which is one of my favorites, um, somewhere that requires a long drive, bowling, nightclubs, hookah bars, it says sporting events, Ladies, if I take you to a sporting event, I am going all out. Know that if I take you to a basketball game or a football game as a first date, that the other dates, the other dates that I've been on with girls or wherever I'm taking them at, it's not better than this. That is the apex. That for for Mike right now, that's goat status. That is, oh, I'm fucking with this chick heavy. Or oh, I need to hit this heavy. Like it's either one of those. Yeah. There's no, there's no other way around it. So like, let's get that straight. If I'm taking you to a sporting event and I'm spending those kind of dollars, because I can't like take you to a sporting event and we up in those weeks. So I gotta spend kind of decent change. Now I'm not gonna put you courtside, obviously, because I ain't like that right now. But we will be if y'all like and subscribe sure. and ring the notification bell. <laughs> but we will get there. So. It's just a bunch of places that, you know, basically the average man, like, like me and Stone have been telling you, they don't want anything but a 1% nigga, and clearly off this list, you can't take them anywhere that the 99% is taking them. you got to do 1% things. I thought sporting events was kind of a 1% thing. I guess I was wrong. Um, and I feel like if you're in a 1%, then, you know, I ain't got to do any of this. We're going straight to my house. But regardless, Sterling, what were your initial thoughts on this list? Please tell me that this kind of fucking, you know, you laughed at this and you were ready to fucking go off on all these ladies who made this list. Yeah, I mean, look, I can I can definitely understand having preferences. It's just like if there's preferences in dating, period, race, income, height, there's all types of preferences when it comes to that. Then there's preferences where it comes to where you want to eat or meet new people regardless some people like to meet people out at the bar on the, on the weekends or whenever they go out. Some people like to go to trivia. Some people like, there's all different ways of going about. There's all these different things and categories to do where people have preferences. That is completely cool. But this is not preferences. This is called, I want like four things. That's it. Like, let's be realistic here. For any woman for the women or woman or whoever made this list in a compilation, 
and put this together and was like, oh, this is a great list. I guarantee you, ain't nobody going to take you on more than these. Like, the sporting event is the, like, like, like these girls are expecting you to get flew out to Dubai on a first date. I don't even hell, know you. Hell no. We'll get into that, too, but hell no. I don't even know you like that. Like, you're going to tell me, like, oh, I can't take you to Cheesecake Factory, which I get, I, I get is kind of corny. I ain't going to cap. And I'm not going to take no girl to Chili's or Applebee's or Chipotle. <laughs> the the two for twenty, my bro, that shit is a deal. <laughs> but, like, and that I'm, should be hitting the honey chipotle chicken crispers bro should be it damn I might go get that shit I'm hungry bro <laughs> I might that shit right now I'm so hungry um, but like I'm looking at these and it's like the first five are kind of like okay look I, I kind of get it then it's like the movies right the movies I feel like are great like you get dinner in a movie that's like the perfect that's like the, the stuff they do in movies Dinner in a movie. Dinner in a movie. And dessert, if you're feeling some type of way. Your house, okay, that's the... I was reading something, and this might go a little bit off topic here, but I was reading something the other day, and it was talking about how, like, the dating apps, like Hinge, you know, Bumble, Tinder, you know, whatever other apps people use, black people meet, white people meet, Jews meet, everybody else meets. Um, they're basically designed to, when you first get on the app, to essentially like push your profile up like into people's faces get you more likes whatever so it gets you like hooked to buy those subscriptions so inherently these dating apps are pressing hookup culture more than anything which is why your house girls be sitting here saying oh i don't I want to go to his house for a first date but they, guess what that end up being at my house <laughs> like that it's not like it's some it's not like it's some secret most people nowadays, and women and men, I'm not going to put it on either either gender, have a have a difficulty of wanting to commit to a long term relationship and giving that a shot. It has to be so organic at this point that you can't even like it. It just basically has to be like lucky. And can we be real too? Like, can we be real uh, for a second? I understand. Like, me and still having fun. We want to bring the girl back to the house. We know what the likelihood of what's going to go down is if they're at the house increases significantly any other location we take them to. But, like, being dead ass, though, one, for starters, a house date can be made into a good date. Like, it ain't got to be on some, like, street nigga shit. Like, we are just about to pull you in here and just plow you down and send you on your way. Like, it can be that way if, it, if, if you like for it to be, but it don't have to be that way. Like, it can be some, like, I'm going to cook you something, we can hang out, whatever. But I also feel like you get to know the person the best at that house get-together. Like, I feel like it's the easiest way to break the ice. It's like we're just chilling. We put something on. We, like, we just start having conversations. We just start, like, laying up a little bit. And it's just like, I feel like those are the realest conversations you have in the day. Everything else kind of feels like I'm on a job interview or I'm trying to, like, small talk you to death so we can go back to the house and then like even when you do the date first and go back to the house you don't really have the real conversations until y'all chilling up in the crib am I I off on that? yeah I mean I agree with you I mean I agree with you 100% but like it's like it's all about comfortability right like 
I just had a conversation with a friend of mine, and they were telling me, like, one of the most important things with a guy is definitely the comfortability when you're going to want to go that far with someone, right? Like, even if you just met them, right? Like, it's flat-out comfortability. Every woman wants to be made feel felt comfortable just as much as every man does, but specifically for women because they want to be taken care of, right? So that is inherently, if you're in someone's home, apartment, whatever, if you're in a space where the, no one else is around, you feel more comfortable if you at least have gotten to know this person a little bit. That's just, that's just the bottom line. Oh, There's yeah. Well, I mean, more. definitely if the first date is like, we matched on Tinder and, you know, we didn't really have much conversation. We got straight to the, like, let's link up type shit. And then you go through the house. I, I can also feel like from the girl's perspective that the guy's really weird or fucked up. You don't know the dude. Like, it can be a fucked up situation. I guess my only point is, is when we're at the house chilling is when I feel like uh, we're having the real conversations, like, we're, we're talking, we're chatting, we're, like, really, like, having fun, laughing about shit. We start, like, you start getting more playful. And I feel like when you're kind of put in those situations with an individual, inherently, you either know exactly that you're going to feel comfortable with this person or you don't, like, right away. Yeah, 100%. 100%. And, like, just going, and I don't want to stick on just that for too long, but that's a big, that's a big thing. Like, and me personally, I'm not the type of guy, like, maybe if I was in my, like, 30s and dating, I definitely would be like, hey, well, like, I'll bring you over the house, let me cook you dinner, like, that type of thing. I mean, at this point in my life, personally, I'm not looking for, like, anything, like, that's my personal opinion. I'm not looking for anything like that, like, real commitment. It's just, like, if we go, if we go bop, we go bop. Um, but it's, like... I read the rest of these, right? You got any fast food chain. Okay, I get that. Like, if I if a dude took me to McDonald's, I'd be pissed off, too. Right? <laughs> <laughs> right? I'm like, what the hell? Uh, why you think we have dinner? McDonald's ain't cheap anymore, bro. I went and got two breakfast burritos, two hash browns, and that shit was about damn near $10. I'm like, damn, like, this is... You're getting your You're getting your McDonald's app, bro. No, no, no. Dude. I'm a gentleman, bro. I can't pull out the app when I'm on a date. You can't You can't go through the drive-thru on a date. You, like, you go use your McDonald's code, and you sit here like, hold up, guys. Let me pull out the code real quick. Just let me know when you're ready. <laughs> Three, nine, four, six. Like, nah, bro, you can't. That shit. <laughs> best, best believe, best believe. I mean, you know that Drake had the Dave's Hot Chicken thing today, right? Like, I was yeah. thinking to go right to Dave's Hot Chicken. I almost went, dude. If if we wouldn't have had to do this the podcast tonight, I would be there. I would have already. I would have went because I, I told you I was hungry as all. Like, I've already eaten. I'm still hungry, but um, like, I get why you don't want to go to a fast food chain. Definitely, I get that. Completely understand that. What I took offense to personally. Coffee dates, coffee dates, and a bar for drinks. Or and I hate that they they specified a bar, but I would just say like a place for drinks. There's there's super nice places in Charlotte where you can go and like sit, and they're like kind of like luxury, and you can just go and have drinks. Like it's not like weird to just go there and have drinks and not eat like dinner or anything. But like those two in particular, I one thousand percent took a personal hit at like. I don't know about you, Mike, but, like, if I'm sitting there on a coffee date, like, I feel like that's a good time. Like, it, there's no locked-in time period. It's usually quick because you're basically going until 
you can't eat, drink it, your coffee's done, right? You're going until your coffee's done. So the faster you drink your coffee, the faster you want that date to be over. Basically, that's how, that's the way I see it. Um, and then Starbucks is kind of the same line. I mean, I'm not going to go to Starbucks. I'm going to try to find a cool coffee shop. And then, dude, it's like a go-to thing for most men nowadays. And girls want creativity on first dates. No, bro, like, we're just getting to know each other. Like, don't act like we're, like, I'm dating you. Like, we're not like, dating No, bro, I live in Raleigh, North Carolina. There ain't creative shit to do unless the state fair is around. Get your jet and let's just, like, fly to Miami, like, really quick and, like, have a weekend. Bro. <laughs> And like, and I know like the ladies listening are probably like, oh, they think like all women are like, no, I don't. I do not believe that. But I definitely think this list, and we're talking about this list in particular, because I could definitely see women sitting here and saying, oh, well, like, I, I mean, I wouldn't want to go on like, go, like some people, like you said something about the gym, which I, I think for some people is a big thing, right? Like, I don't know if you've ever been on these apps and the girls are like, really want somebody that's active. I've heard of people taking girls to the gym on a first date or then go to the gym together Hell and like no. work out together. I'm Hell not doing that. Never I'm in my life will I do that. The way I'd be grunting and stuff, that'd be give, that would give me the ick. Like, I would get the ick from Fuck me. Fuck that. I don't want to work out with your ass. Like, <laughs> to be honest, like, that ain't my bag, really. Like, what are we finna do here? Like, if I'm working out one, I got my headphones in. Like, I'm not finna work out with no headphones. The fuck do I look like pumping iron and listening to the that girl in the background fucking gym music? Hell no. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. I got my, for all the dogs going in, first person shoot them all. <laughs> exactly, bro. I I think that that's a little, church is a weird one, too. I ain't gonna cap. I hopper Denny's weird one. Like, there's ways to be creative on these same genres. Like, there are places in Shaw and all, I mean, all different places. There's, like, if you want to go get brunch, right, you go to a place like, fam- not even Famous Toaster, you go to, like, Snooze, you go to, like, there's a bunch of cool brunch spots you can go. Like, those are all things you can do. They're in the same genre, and it, it goes to, my thought process is, like, oh, they don't want none of that. Like, what can you do? Okay, like, what so there's, can you do? there's a few shit up here that kind of, like, okay, so, one... I don't, you know, I don't like ice cream. The only thing I like is vanilla ice cream. So ice cream date, like they had that up there. So that's not big on me. But even though like taking a girl to an ice cream date for me and telling her I only like vanilla, it's kind of like an icebreaker could work very well in my favor. Just kind of joking around yeah. about that. So might keep that in the tuck to be honest, even though y'all got that shit on the list. Um, <laughs> but still, the other one that I was talking, that kind of confused me, which I wouldn't necessarily do, but I felt like, so it has family function up here. I felt like family function, if it's the right type of function, like let's say it was like a family cookout type shit and everyone's just chilling. Everyone's just chilling. It's a cookout. You bring her through. It's not like very like intimate. It's not like a family dinner. You're not bringing her to Like, I don't know, bro. You don't think that could be like, I feel like, I wouldn't do so. I, I wouldn't do that. That's not my bag. But I can see how that could go well. Like I can see how a family function. You really see how the like the guy is with his family. It's just very laid back, super camaraderie, super chill. 
You don't have to make all the conversation the whole time. People are going to be coming up, chiming with you, cousins, blah, 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 bullshitting. And I can just kind of see how, like, it could go well. And at the end of the night, it's like, oh, wow, like, he has a really cool family. Like, I could really fit in here. Like, he was super chill. I like his relationship with his cousins, whatever. But not something I would do, but I was just saying, like, I can kind of see how that could go well. I don't know. Maybe I'm off. Also, I got to just throw this out there. Um... The the girl they have on the side of this this list is bad as all hell. Um, That's Ruby Rose, bro. The the rapper that you and Chad tried to act like y'all didn't know on like that the first episode we did. Ain't no way that's her. She looked different. She's she's a little she ain't got the uh, meat on her, but I kind of yeah, like meat. I like I like this. I like I like, this. I, like the, I like the meat on her now. To be honest, but, I mean yeah. I like the meat too. I mean I don't mind either one, but this looks good. Um, in that bitch, but, um. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I, I think that honestly, it's a, I get it, but just remember, and like, I, as a guy, as a man, I have no problem leading the way and being like, this is where we're going to go. Like, not asking, like, where do you want to go? No, no, no. Because if you uh, have, you can't what do we know about what do we, what do we know about when you're dating a girl or not dating a girl, regardless? They ain't going to make a decision on where to eat food or go. They're not. They're not going to do it. Like, it's like their brains become kerfuffled. And most of them ain't going to eat anyways. They're going to take a few <laughs> bites and waste your goddamn money. So <laughs> might as well go where you want to eat, player. Go where you want to eat, my dude. <laughs> Speaking of that, women, I want y'all to freaking listen to me when I say this. No dude cares how you eat unless you are just a complete slob. Like, no yes. dude is watching, watching you like, oh, I don't like the way she chews that way. Bro, like, there are some things that will definitely give you the ick, and my specific friend knows exactly what I'm talking about. Whenever I like this specific person knows it, who they know who they are, but I have made this very evident because Loki funny as hell. Um, but like, ain't no dude really looking that deep and be like, oh, like I really don't want the way she chew her food. Like, oh, like, no, not at all, not at all. No, Eat your damn food because I'm paying for it. And you finna piss like, me off, and I can't be the nigga be like, oh, you gonna finish that? Because I'll take it to go tray. <laughs> I can't be like this. I'd rather you eat that shit. And don't be timid, bro. Don't, excuse me, don't be timid. I think, I think personally for me, like, this list, half of it I agree with, the other half I don't, right? Like, and it all depends on the vibe. Like, I'm not taking a girl to a nightclub, bro. Like, I don't nah. know whose idea that was. I guess, nah, I guess I'm, you're gonna lose that bitch in a nightclub. Some other niggas go with real games called stupid and take that bitch from you. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, there's a there's a cool hookah bar like in uh in in Charlotte down here. It's like a it's like a dessert bar, like dessert hookah like Hookah could be cool, like, dude. I don't know why people don't fuck yeah. with a hookah bar. Like I feel like but, uh, I feel like it's kind of better than, like, a drinking bar sometimes. It's way more chill. You're not forced to, like, be super outgoing the whole time. Like, you can kind of just be there and bull and actually have conversation because it's not loud as fuck. <laughs> yeah, it's not like, hey, I'm cool. And I'm like, dude, I can't. But, yeah, hookah bars are dope, man. Like, 
you can, there's a, I know, crazy, super cool spot, like, you can smoke hookah, smoke cigars in there, whatever you want to bring. And, like, I granted, it definitely would depend on the girl that you're talking to, too, because if she's not into that at all, then that's okay. Like, that's just completely, like, on the side. But it's like, I think that could be a good vibe. Waffle House, Waffle House is just flat out, out of pocket, bro. That's <laughs> flat out out of pocket. If <laughs> like, you think, bro, is your date happening at 2 o'clock in the morning? Like, <laughs> exactly. If, if you were taking a girl to Waffle House, you best believe you go, you, she gonna be dry and you are not gonna be getting nothing forever from that woman. And then you better, you better hope she, you better hope she don't, she don't know some of the other girls you try to talk to because she gonna put them on like, he took me to Waffle House. And they're like, oh, okay. And yeah, you, she just dry you up like a pond, my boy. Okay, dry but like, like the one good thing about Waffle House is you can order for them. Like, yeah, she'll take the all-star special. <laughs> and if she's like, no, nah, I'll take the Texas belt, you'd be looking at her like, bitch, you stink. <laughs> <laughs> you stink. Hey, like, what the fuck? Why are you getting that Texas belt? I know that pussy stink, yo. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, I've gotten the Texas belt once or twice just to, you know, because we No, I have too. Right? I definitely have too, but like, like, come on. Regular? Like, if you're, if, you're, if you're coming in just out there a while, like, if I haven't been in there a while, I'm getting the all-star special. Like, it's just, it's just what it is. <laughs> I just can't believe you said Texas belt. Man, I, I just, I'm appalled at the fact that, first off, hey, like, it's like they just put this out the like they were really just trying to piss people off. And then, like like you kind of said earlier, it's like, look, this is what 99% of men are doing. A sporting event's OD, like I said. I mean, granted, actually, one of the girls I, I work with, or she used to be in my office, um, he actually uh, went to a baseball game with the guy that she was met through Hinge, and then she said it went really well. That sounds like, like a fire like, first date. Yeah, it's like you can get cheap, Freaking like not cheap. I don't know about cheap, anymore. but like <laughs> nothing. No, no, nothing is cheap anymore. Um, you gonna share that lemonade because it got free refills? <laughs> yeah, you can go. To, you can go to a game. You can watch baseball, even if you don't want to watch it. Because most people, I love watching it. But like, I think for me, it, it would actually be super cool to go do that as like a first date. Because if a girl's actually trying to like get to know me and be like, oh, like he really likes this. She'll ask me questions. I'm like, oh, this is what's kind of going on here. And then I'll get off the topic because I won't get too locked in. And I have to have a conversation about, you know, other stuff. And that's, I think, the best way to go back and forth. Like, girls are wild for the sports events. I, I can't believe that. That's just OD. That's, that's OD. That's like, fucked. I, I think you just, you just really are asking for bowling. Great idea. Bowling, fantastic. Like, you come back a little bit of competition. Nothing brings out uh, a person like competition. Like, what I want to ask these girls is, what can we fucking do? Yeah, what can what can we do? Like, what what do you want? Like, like what are you looking point? for? Like, and where do you live? Because we don't all live in places where like just outrageously cool shit is accessible all the time. <laughs> like, yeah, these are L.A. These are L.A. girls, bro. These are L.A. Houston, Texas, New York, Miami, Miami girls. Like, come Nobody. on. Well, like, actually, I feel like New York girls might actually be a little bit more down to earth than would fuck with some of these like low key shits. You said who? New York girls. 
Yeah, I mean, you got to find the right girl. Yeah. I mean, they definitely, they, I mean, they can find their real estate agents, too. Um, <laughs> they can definitely they find the real real estate agents over there and shit they find the real real estate the, the real ones they're the they legit <laughs> but I mean all in all like I said it goes back to exactly what I said earlier it's all about preferences I get it you can have preferences like it's it's like for me to sit here and say that everybody should like black women and black men or white men and white women and et cetera, so and so forth for every race, just as much as where you want to eat and where you want to go on the first day. Like, it doesn't, to me, I probably wouldn't even be talking to you if you if you had these type of standards, bro. Like, if you're sitting here, we can't do none of this, no. Nah. No. You're going to have me broke before, before, before I could even get, like, out the door. I just I'm wouldn't even be, be able to think of anything outside of this. <laughs> this is a great, dude, I'm going to take this list and literally take it for myself. I'm like, oh, I like that. Like, this is a good idea. Like, I like this. There's ways to be creative. What do you want to do? Take it a picnic in a park? That is corny, bro. That is corny. That's funny as fuck because I could, de- I dead ass got some ideas off this list. Like, oh, shit, yeah. that's a good idea. <laughs> yeah, like, bro, like, I'm telling you. My favorite, personally, if a girl was into the hookah bar thing, I might just be, like, on that now. A bar for drinks. That would be cool. But that, like you said, that's for a very, like, niche. You almost have to know the girl a little bit to ask her to go to the hookah bar in the first place. Yeah, you got you to gotta know if she's, like, down for that. You got to, like, kind of catch that vibe sort of thing. But, like, <laughs> a, a buffet, that shit funny. Um, <laughs> but, like, obviously, like I said, bar for drinks is normal, like, I feel like bowling's kind of normal. Really, this is great. If it's baseball season, I would a hundred thousand percent take and go to a baseball game. I pay for. I would even. I pay for the little tickets, probably like twenty, twenty-five bucks. It's the same amount for like a dinner, thirty, forty bucks almost. Because you're gonna yeah. pay that stuff. You're gonna pay that mu- that money in uh, food and drinks and stuff. Because you buy like have a couple beers or whatever. Because think about it. You go to a baseball game or just a just a sporting event. You go there. You buy the tickets, right? She comes. You're gonna. You're both gonna at least have one alcohol beverage, I imagine, unless she doesn't drink, which is completely cool too. Um, but more than likely, she will. And you'll probably have a, some type of snack for both of you, like a hot dog or something. Like, bro, she ain't thinking this is a lot of money you just spent, but you are spending bread right now. Like this, you are gonna. You might get close to a hundred bucks depending on the sporting event. Deadass. And I saw some but, wild shit where some girl said you need to spend at least 200 bucks on the first date. Like, that shit's crazy. Also, the funny thing is about this list, too, is like, I know damn well all these girls are saying yes to every, like, to almost all of these days. Oh, <laughs> like, they, like, who are you? Like, you are not saying no to this date. If I tell you, Yo, let's go get some ice cream on a first date. You really about what you about to say? No, I'm good. I, I, I'm good too. Shit. I'll get ice cream, bitch. Yeah, I'll go get ice cream however I want. I don't eat my ice cream, bitch. Like, what you talking about? <laughs> Look, I'll go to the daggone store, get me a tub of ice cream, eat that junk tonight. Yo, tonight. I'm also from Clayton, son. If I take you to get some cookout milkshakes, that's a real deal right there. That's a good-ass time. We might listen oh, yeah. to Hot Nigga in the parking lot while we in the drive-thru waiting. Like, you don't know what's going on. 
No, nah, cookout be fire. Mm, that's what I'm gonna get after this. That's it. Yup, we got it. We got it, boys. <laughs> I was gonna go back and eat some more ground beef and rice. Can't do that no more, bro. I'm about to, I'm about to have a dag on aneurysm. <laughs> um, but nah, man. Like for the ladies out there, I mean, for the people in the comments, for people listening, for the people, you know, regardless of whatever platform, if you're on YouTube, obviously comment, obviously like, and uh, give us your feedback on this. But I really want to understand the kind of ladies. I want to hear your thoughts. Other guys, uh, I want to hear you guys' thoughts, or, or you know, they them's. I want to hear your thoughts too. Um, you know, everybody's accepted. Um, but I really want to get a good understanding of why this has become like why are you worthy of something more than these things too take take a take a take a step back because look at me like ask yourself like mike ask yourself bro dead eyes if you're if 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 you're a girl right and for say this girl's a boy yeah well not even no 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 i actually take yourself out of that no (laughs) you're not a girl you're you're a dude you're a dude Say you're, say you're talking to an absolute baller girl, like an absolute baller girl. He's like, oh, I want to change the dynamic a little bit. Let me take let me take you out on a date. But maybe it's a first or second date. Let's say one of the two, right? Let's not make it like, oh, this is like our sixth or seventh date type of thing. And you're like, oh, okay. Would you be upset if she took you to any of these places? If she's the one taking me out on a date, we can go anywhere. <laughs> I don't give up. I'm not gonna be upset about anything. Like I really don't care where we link up at. Like <laughs> what about church? Would church be cool? Oh uh, no no no! You can't take me to church. Hell no! I, <laughs> my mom can't take me to church. <laughs> you definitely can't. Hell no! Football's on. What, what? I'm not taking no chick on a first date on Sunday. Like football's on. That's not. That's not happening. The Cowboys are playing. You come in here and you sitting right next to me, and I'm not giving you no attention. You about to watch this game, and you better pay attention and cheer when we score and be pissed when we don't. Nah, I mean, but like, I, that's the perspective I took when I like list or watched this list or read it, watched it, read this list. Is like, dude, would I actually be upset if somebody did this for any? I mean, maybe like the fast food chain thing. Maybe I'd be like, oh, that's a little weird. But even then, it's still free for me. So I'm like, oh, shoot, all right. Um, like, all this stuff is great. It's like just, I think what people are thinking, and maybe these women are thinking in terms of first date, they think they should be wined and dined when they ain't done nothing to get them wined and dined. Hell like, no. You have not done. You've delivered nothing. Delivered nothing. And I'm not specifically speaking about um, intercourse. I'm speaking about just in general. Like, I'm just getting to know you. Like, oh, you've got a brother and you are you have a single dad or a single mom or you have a great family relationship or you have a grandma, grandpa, like, whatever the situation is. That's all I know about you. And I know maybe what you do and where you went to college, like, and maybe a couple of your friends, like, kind of, like, how you guys met. I mean, why does that, why does that all of a sudden give you the authority to just just expect this. <laughs> Tell me how that makes any logical sense. Because it don't make no daggone sense to me. Nah. It piss me off. It Imagine some girl sends this to you, bro. Imagine she sends this to you like, hey, like I know like you wanted to go on a first date and I know you're probably you're still trying to figure out exactly where you should go. <laughs> um like here's a list of the places that I just don't want to go. 
I'd be like, I'd be like, all right, bet. I would just put a period and I would never respond to her again. Again, <laughs> ever. I would just show her a map of where we live. I'm like, if you can point to me something to do that's not within these parameters, I'll fucking take you to it. But I can't find it. I don't put places. I don't put a hey, no cheesecake factory, Applebee's, Chili's, blah 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 near me. What can we do? And the fucking directions say you live in Raleigh, nigga. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> like. <laughs> no nah, man it's a it's a it's a fun topic and i'm like i really do want to get you guys thoughts and i think it could be something that i just think it's outrageous that people really really actually put this together it, it blows my mind genuinely it genuinely blows my mind um with that being said speaking of ladies speaking of disappointment speaking of just overall just <sighs> this generation um Rolling into our next topic here. So as of recent, the Breakfast Club has been getting a lot of attention, but one being from a man who called into them the other day and actually shared his experience when he flew a girl out and he just so happened to be disappointed. I we have a video here. I don't know if you're gonna play like an audio clip, Mike. Jesus Christ. Or, uh no. Hey, it was just a reference for you to watch. Okay, got you, got you. Um, but with that being said, I ain't going to sit here and cap. This man, Mike, is the GOAT. Um, sent me this clip. He said this to me yesterday. I didn't even look at it. I was, I was dead out of the street. Um, I'm going to let him kind of talk about it, because I'm assuming I kind of have an idea of what happened, but I don't want to speak wrongly or uh, facetiously about, or I mean, I'll definitely be facetious, but uh, incorrectly about exactly what this man spoke directly about. I wish I would have watched it prior, but that's on me. Yeah, so guy calls into the Breakfast Club with a predicament. With a predicament, right? A predicament? Yeah. Is that... <laughs> yeah, do, I sound, do I sound like a dumbass right now? <laughs> I'm screwing with you, bro. Okay, okay, I'm like, damn, I sound like a dumbass because I'm not finna cut it. I'm gonna leave that bitch in there. If I do, I don't give a shit. All right. You know, I'm a nigga. I fuck up sometimes. Uh, but I'm an educated nigga too, though, so don't get me fucked up. I'm, a, I'm smart. Get it, hey, but the guy calls into the breakfast club, and he shares a story about how he flew a girl out, and, you know, they have been chatting for three weeks, cutting and chopping it up, bop, 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 bop. He said that, like, you know, the groundwork for this fly out was... And it works. Like, they had spoke about it. He's going to fly her out. He's going to wine and dine. He's going to treat her like a queen. He's going to show her some cool shit, buy her some shit, you know, blah, 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 blah. And at the end of the day, she was supposed to treat him like a king, you know, slob knob, that type of shit, you know, what we want. We don't want you, we don't want no, you know, Birkin or nothing like that, you know, just do what you do. Do what you do. And essentially, what he said was, she got out there. And she completely switched up her flow. She won't with what, you know, she won't try to do what she do. And, you know, he was just kind of like, well, I flew her out here. We set the parameters. Like, she knew what was good. And soon she got here, she flew out. And he basically asked, like, is this, is this fucked up? Like, you know, what's her deal? And so, naturally, when I saw this, I was like, okay, okay. Who better to break this down than, you know... Sterling and I. So 
What I'm here to ask you, for the listeners out there, for the people watching, definitely going to need some comments on this. And, you know, I'm going to keep telling y'all to comment. Even though y'all be doing that shit, I'm going to keep telling y'all to do it. Eventually, y'all are going to start doing that shit, and that's going to be cool, and that's going to be fun, and I'm ready to argue. But is the girl out of pocket since he set the parameters and flew her out, or is he out of pocket? I have no clue where Sterling lies on this. Obviously, he didn't have a clue where he lies on it until right this second. <laughs> and I don't think he knows where I lie on it. So this is actually a very interesting topic. We could be on two different sides. Um, not sure. But hearing that, or do you want me to go first? I can go first. You know I like to call all right, all right. Um, so go ahead, go ahead. What do you think? What do you think? Well, I appreciate you breaking that out a bit. Shout out Mike. He is the absolute goat, like I said. Man does more than I could ever imagine. But with that being said on that particular topic, I hate to not take my boy's side on this. Because I'd be pissed regardless. Like, if it was me... And I was doing all this, getting you, buying you this, buying you that, buying you this, doing this, doing that. And you're like, nah, I'm not going, you know, I'm not going to put out, to put it plain and simple, right? Um, using a word from like the early 2000s. <laughs> but that being said, like, it is a little bit out of pocket for my man to just expect that. But I get why he did because that's the type of vibe she was literally based. I don't know what the text said. I don't know none of that. Like, what they were walling on for three weeks. Look, first off, you made a mistake when you flew the girl out. I don't fly nobody out. I don't care if I'm freaking Jeff Bezos. I don't care, bro. Like, you are not getting flown out. I don't care how much money I ever get. I'm, I'm not a cheap person, but there's certain things I'm cheap with, if that makes sense. I'm not cheap with women, but I, there's certain things that you get. You gotta, you gotta get up to that level to get that type of expense. You know what I'm saying? You get where I'm coming from on that. Like yeah, there's yeah. a certain, there's a certain gauge. It's like, hey, I just met you. Like you're a really cool girl. Like we vibe a lot. Um, oh, like let's have like a decent, like let's go get some drinks. Let's have a nice, like a decent dinner. Like I'll spend like 80, 90 bucks. That's fair. I think that's fair. So, so if, think, if, Summer, if Summer Ray wants you to fly her out, you fly her out? Damn. Mm. This nigga know he done booked her into the fucking business class. <laughs> nah, she's flying on the jet, brother. Yeah. Mm. She's not seen... He don't have jet money, but we gonna figure that shit out. <laughs> I, hey, I'll run that credit card up to the max. I will max that thing out. You know the wild thing is? If I, like, had to fuck around and go crazy and fly a girl out on a jet, my ass would have to Google, like, how do I do that shit? <laughs> oh, I know it. My, my, uh, funny enough, one of the guys I used to work with at one of my past jobs, my boy, shout out James. I won't put his last name in here because I don't want people to, like, stopping and stuff. But uh, his roommate at the time we were working together wasn't he worked for a jet like he's a jet dealer that's what he does like he sells yeah, yeah. that's crazy it's like you you only sell like one or two of them a year but it's like you're making buku like buku money and oh, I thought I know it was fire but 
Um, yeah, I'll be maxing it out for summer. Rain. Like, and I know she, I know she's, she's getting out of business when she gets here. Because if she don't, if she don't straight, straight the hell back home. Like, <laughs> uh, she better get here on game. Like, knowing that that's got to happen before we get anything going. And that sounds messed up. And I get it. I get it. It sounds messed up. It ain't a lie. Like, I sound like I'm sitting here tapping with you or something. Like, I'm literally not lying about this. It's just the fact that I don't think that this man, like, he messed up. I don't think he's in the right. I also don't think, I mean, you can't. There's a fine line here, boys and girls. Um, Like, a woman has every right to say no just as much as every person has a right to say yes or no to anything they want to. Unfortunately, that's sometimes for the good, sometimes for the bad. But I think that this guy might have been a little bit out of pocket, and he messed up by flying a girl out, and maybe he flew her spirit, so he did save a little bit of money. But, uh, <laughs> I mean, if you fly a girl out, that's wild to fly out in spirit. That's just this is wild. But, nah, it's wild that she agreed. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's most of that. Yeah. That was the first red flag. She agreed. She's like, "Oh yeah, thank you." <laughs> like, I if just, someone said they about to fly me through spirit, like, nigga, I'm gonna get my own plane ticket. <laughs> yeah, like, give me some American. I didn't fly United, bro. Like, it, and like, I ain't that. I ain't that type of dude. I fly economy too. Like, it ain't that. Stre- I'm not that pressed. Um. But you can at least get JetBlue. Yeah, JetBlue. Yeah, JetBlue. Um, Reasonable I, I price form. That's what my initial thoughts are. I mean, I don't know. Just the summer rain thing got me got me thinking all types of things right now. <laughs> um, I haven't, dude. I actually haven't been keeping up with her at all, and I almost forgot she existed until you said her name. Well, you're welcome for that. Yeah, probably not a good thing that you said it. Okay, uh, this podcast, this is why we're a nighttime podcast. All right, so, yeah. you know, uh, let me let me tell what I think, all right? Um, I want to, you know, I wanna, I'm actually not surprised that this is where you fell on this because, you know, we've known so for a long time. We joke around, we have dark humor, but at the end of the day, we're both like really genuine, respectable dudes. So, you know, we see things from both point of views. We tend to see things from our point of views, but it's only because we tend to be correct more than we're incorrect. So <clears throat> that's why we that's, that's why that's why we stick to our our opinions. Yeah. I'm gonna have to agree with my dog. He's in the wrong here. But I'm not gonna take it as far as like he shouldn't have flown her out. I do think that I could get to a point where I am okay with flying a girl out. Like, I feel like for you, it's not really like the money thing. It's more the principle. You're like, you're not going to fly a girl out, but it's principle. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I could get to a point where like a flight's just not shit. It's like, I'm getting you an Uber. And, yeah. you know, you just so happen to be. And you can flight by Ubers. That's a whole different world, bro. That's, That's a whole different world. world. And That's like I could, I could see that if I was in that world, you know, I would probably utilize the amenities. <laughs> so, yeah, but, but if his, so he's in the wrong because no matter what you preset before flying her out, you did not close. You did not close. <clears throat> yeah, you were at that. 
Yeah. You know, you got a nice swing on the ball. I'm not a baseball player, so this analogy probably not going to go as smooth as Sterling was making it, but I'm just going to go ahead and But yeah, you, you, you got a nice swing at the ball. That shit's up high. Everyone in the stadium thinks that bitch is a home run. But guess what? It is still in the air right now, and it has not gotten there yet, and we don't know. You still staring at that bitch, waiting to see if you're about to flip that bat. Because you're not sure yet, so you can't just pre-flip because you're going to play the dumbass. My dog, that is what you did there. You did half the work. But you, you, you can't expect the results. The results haven't happened yet. The results haven't happened yet. Yeah, you flew her out. Yeah, she agreed to come. Yeah, she agreed to do what she do when she comes. Now, you know, you set it up. You set it up. We're salespeople. You booked a meeting. She showed up to the meeting. That don't mean he finna close that deal. <laughs> you still got work to do, my brother. You still got to qualify. You still got to, you know, find pain and, you know, fix that. Most people don't probably don't know what I'm talking about right now. But what you got to do, <laughs> when she gets there, you still got to, you know, work her up a little bit. You still got to win her over. You got her to fly across country. So obviously you were at, you know, you you laid the ball up. All you got to do is put it in there. Obviously. She's flown across country. She know what the deal is. She know that she's about to get pampered. And she know what you're looking to get out of it. So as long as you don't fuck this shit up, you're probably going to get that. But my point is, my point is, is that we don't know. She might have got there. And nigga, you don't look like what you were supposed to look like. You might be like me. You might be like me. Your last picture, you were working out. That picture was taken a month and a half ago. You ain't been working out since. <laughs> you don't look like that picture right now, my boy. So she pull up and she like, who this big ass nigga trying to buy me a Birkin? <laughs> like, hell no. Nah. She's not going to put out. You might just be weird as fuck. You might got good finger game. I well, pause. Like, <laughs> like messaging, hey. like messaging game. Like, I can't trust somebody who's suave at texting but can't speak in person. I can't text. That's, bro, that's I, honestly, and I'm. I don't mean to cut you off. I've had that same thought. People are like, nah, bro. Like, it's really nice. Like, if you got riz through text, bro. Like, it's like I'm like I have seen so many dudes I know be like, oh, you should say this. I'm like. And that'd be nice with it on the on the keys. Be out in public, can't even talk, bro. Bro, can't even talk. I, I wish. I honestly think that it might be more valuable today to have Riz do text. <laughs> I wish. I can't do that. I don't even like to have text conversations. Like, I like I'll get really bored of that shit, and I'll get to the point of what we're talking about. And once we finish that point, I'm not trying to make a new conversation. I felt like that was the conversation. I'll see you when I see you. That's how I text. But my point is, he probably one of them niggas that just really smooth over text and then got there and he ain't cool like that. He weird. Also, he was sounded really butthurt that he spent money on this plane ticket. So what that tells me is he probably don't have the money to be spending on a plane ticket for a bitch to come up. Yep. Excuse my excuse my language. I'm sorry. I'm worked up. But if he's doing that and you ain't really got the money to be doing that, then that is where you made the mistake. And that probably means that you were coming off very thirsty. 
Because I can be led to believe that if you were willing to spend money on a plane ticket that you know you probably shouldn't have because you know you don't got it like that, that you were probably thirsty. And you probably came off that way in person. Like, oh, she's happy. She's here. She probably touched down and you picked her up trying to get some pussy. Like, bro, let it like let it marinate, dog. You ain't got to be on yeah. some give it to me right when she get here. You can still hang out. You know you finna get it later. Act like a human. <laughs> And chill with the girl. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like I said earlier. I feel like exactly. I feel like basically he was he was listening to our podcast for sure because he was trying to be a one percent nigga. And I commend you for that. You were out here. You were trying to move like a one percent nigga. You still got some work to do. Okay. Okay. You got the idea right. You got her over here. That's cool. But. You know, you gotta play. You gotta play a little cooler when she comes up here. You gotta chill with her. Don't be too rushed. It's gonna happen, bro. She flew across country to see your ass that y'all never met in person before. I guarantee you, she probably went in there with the intentions like, as long as this nigga is not fucking psycho, she gonna put out. I feel like it was probably something you did because I don't know many girls that's willing to take that leap and. They wouldn't do it if the guy was halfway decent and like at least somewhat uh, resentable to uh, what he was presenting through text messages. That's just my that's just my belief. I I concur. I think that there's like there's definitely there's definitely some issues with like you, and that's not saying you're a bad guy or anything like that. That's not like what I'm saying. I don't believe that. I think the problem is, is that like, like Michael said, you probably came off hella thirsty and talked to any girl, don't matter what type of girl she is. She could be one of them girls that's like down to earth is all hell, or she could be one of them little ratchet girls. Like they don't want a thirsty dude. And we're in sales, and one of the one things they always tell you in sales is don't be like act needy. Like I need you to close, or I need you to do this. I need you because people can smell desperation on you. They can smell it. It's like they're wolves. They will literally turn into wolves. Secondly, like my boy Mike said, he's making some great points. If you're butthurt about paying money for the flight, you shouldn't have done it in the first place. This is where I go to the direct principle on why you don't do this shit. That's exactly why. Don't sit here and try to tell me, oh, screw, you don't know what you're talking about, bro. She's that type of girl. Then I ain't going to be with her. Hey, look, I don't care. I don't need I don't need I don't need to get laid that bad. Like that's like dudes go on dry spells for years, years of their life, years of their adult life. They're a grown adult life, let alone a few months. And you sitting here wilding out, I don't know how long it's been since you got some food, but like <laughs> I mean brother, like don't be that way. Like, if if you put up like, and you probably deal with some one of them, one of them things like one of them bougie things that being in one of them big cities. Then in Charlotte, bro, they will turn your they turn your tail down, bro. Like, and they ain't we ain't even like that out here like that. Like, money, money do be moving out here, but not like that. Um, yeah. And lastly, don't sit here and be like it's you can't back to the original point. You can't expect the girl to do something. Just because you did a couple things that most women would just be happy about that you did in the first place. Uh, so 
I hate it for you, bro. Sounds like you need to get back to work. Um, ASAP Rocky. Um, get them paychecks back. Because <laughs> this, the type of, this is the type of dude to fly a girl out and have a whole ass girlfriend. He all this this is type of this the type of guy. Because now he's thinking, oh my girl's anniversary and I is coming up here soon. Like, dang, what am I gonna do? Look, you messed up, brother, and you need to go ahead and break up with your girl. Because if you talk to this girl for three weeks, I know for dad will ensure that you can't you are not gonna be getting any good vibes from that going forward. But that's my last thought on it. I just think it's I think if you're a dude out there that can afford it and not even blink, sure, do it. Who cares? But don't be upset if you don't put out and you're a weirdo because there's a lot of freaking weirdos out there. Look, I'm a weird guy, but I ain't no weirdo to weird, weirdo girl out. So that's what I'm weird. You can't no, look, you. guys, the whole idea of like when niggas get mad at like the girl didn't put out, yes, we've all been there. We've all like been disappointed. But at the end of the day, like, look, yo, you can't get mad at a girl that didn't put out like, yeah, we might be frustrated, but <laughs> she's not obligated in any situation to do so. Not in any situation to do so. And my boy, like, listen, she it just it's just it's really just that simple. She's not obligated in any situation to do so. No matter how much of a layup you set it up for yourself, you still gotta close. At the end of the day, you gotta close that deal, my dog. She came out there. She went across country to see your ass. She came see you, and you didn't close. That's on you, dog. That's on you. Because hey. I guarantee you, there'll be a lot of niggas out here that fly, that fly that same girl out to them, and they would have called in with some good news. Your ass called in sounding sad and pathetic, my dog. Sound like you didn't know what you were doing. But it's okay. You're listening to the podcast. You're trying to be a 1% nigga. You're growing. You're learning. This is a step. Like Giannis said, there's no failure in sport because it's a sport. There is no failure, you know? There's just learning. So learn from this. And say, like Sterling said, go back to work, save up them paychecks. Maybe next time, do a nice 30-mile radius when you try to get some girl come see you. Send her an Uber. Get a girl you can send an Uber to because you ain't in flight. You ain't in flight mode. You sound real butter right now. Like, that flight, like, Damn, because like that was the flight I was going to use for my vacation I was going to take. <laughs> it's not real butter, bro. Or get yourself a credit card and get some points so you can have a couple free flights that you can fly some girls out and try and close. That's my, that's my two cents. Get a dollar back. Every, every, I mean, I've folded in my life just, just as uh, many of other men have probably folded a couple times. Well, not this hard. I've never folded this hard. Um... This is insane. Like, I mean, if I fly real out, it's happening. Like, it's just, it's just not gonna be like a debate unless somehow like <laughs> something happens to her while she's there. That's it. That like that literally, she has to turn to Houdini and disappear. <laughs> um, ain't no way. Yes, I like I folded before. Like I said, other people have, but you dropped the ball, my boy. Um, and you just gotta live with it. And you and you went ahead and embarrassed yourself on the Breakfast Club. And now you got people like us talking about it. And once again, I, I appreciate you listening to the podcast. I know you're listening. You, this is this is for this is for up and coming one percenters, man. And for the people that don't think that that tagline is good, talk to the women in your life and ask them, do they want a one percent guy and the money he makes? You're daggone right, they do. They ain't even yeah. debate it. 
Yeah. But with that being said, one of the biggest topics. Jesus, almost. Oh my goodness. Who here at the Breakfast Club? Whoa, what kind of yawn was that, bro? That was a big ass yawn. Brother, I, I told you, I, it hits that 9.30 time, that boy be ready to rock. I mean, um, I can, you can feel that 9.30 time without even seeing the clock, you know? <laughs> yeah. We old as hell, that's just fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but, well, usually the feds, the feds actually rated uh, the Breakfast Club, a.k.a. Dane, uh, iHeartRadio Studios or iHeart Studios. Um, in the in the wake of the recent Rico lead uh, for the co-host DJ Envy and his business partner Caesar, so <laughs> basically, what's kind of going on here is that if if you guys don't understand what Rico is, one Rico Rico cases racketeering etc. Basically, what they got Young Thug on, which you get a Rico case and they put you and they can prove that shit. Your raps, bro. Peace. Like it's wow. not. You like that one nigga back. that was that one black dreadhead dude where he's like peace and he fades away. Remember that meme? Oh yeah, that big ass nigga. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But like, you are literally gone. So uh, with this situation and DJ MV and obviously uh, his business partner Caesar, the the question that we're more or less asking for, to the audience of what between the both of us, obviously. Is one is this the end of Envy and in just the entirety of the brand that he's made and put together? And then how does this so and so and so and Ponzi scheme that he put together? How does it even get to this point where you got Rico cases like pops literally trying to get a Rico case build a case on you? Um, I I know that for me, and this isn't really an initial thought. I kept up with the breakfast club over the years not like a ton um enough here and there because they're popular um especially within the culture but i really just kind of get like a just a flat out yes or no from you do you believe this is the end of it like and we can elaborate on it in a second here but um you want a yes or no for me just a flat out yes or no yes Um, okay. And, and just to kind of make it easier on the both of us, the reason I asked it that way is because I wanted to, like, because I was already thinking yes anyways, because first off, there's not many times where when Fed raid stuff to, to do RICO cases, right, and they're making it public knowledge that they are raiding for a RICO case, period. They are, they, basically, they got your ass. They're going to get you. They, they're like, dog, like, you can keep doing what you're doing right now, but you better go ahead and uh, start putting your money in the right places because we're going to get it. We're going to get it. We're going to get the money. We're going to get everything involved with it, and you're going to jail for the rest of your life. Um, so I obviously agree with that and saying yes as well. But the bigger question is how does a, a scheme like this get so big? And I, And this is just not even, like, just directly based on him or them in general, is insufficient communication. Insufficient communication. And, and you'll be like, oh, how you have insufficient communication? Because it's a Ponzi scheme. They have to have good communication between the people that are, like, orchestrating it, right? No. 
that's what makes it a good Ponzi scheme until somebody freaking gets a wiretap and they're wrapped. That's typically what makes it good. I believe that there were two different directions uh, being put together by business partner, a.k.a. Caesar, and then Envy. And I think they both kind of are on the same level. Granted, I think a lot of it is on Caesar's side, but since in Envy's point, he's guilty by association, which absolutely sucks. Um, that's, that's my simple answer to that, if that makes any sense. Um, I kind of want to see your thoughts on that, uh, Mike, and kind of where do you see it in terms of how you get something this big? Let me try to be <clears throat> even simpler, if that's a word. Envy's yeah. fucked. <laughs> Envy's fucked, dude. He's so fucked. Listen, my bro, he, was, he, was, he wasn't even at the studio. He did that breakfast club at home on Zoom. My nigga knew what was good. He knew what was good. Okay, hold up. So, I, we don't know what role he played in it. That is true. Part of me does feel like that it was a business partner going, you know, off script and acting in ways that maybe Envy was not, um, he did not have the knowledge of this taking place. But I don't believe that you can do that to the scale that they're done it at and Envy so close to the source they, they had offices in this, like, they had offices next to each other. Like, this was a, this is a business, he was a business partner. Legitimate, long-run business partner. Envy probably did not know what was going on, but a part of me feels like at some point he did. And when he probably found out, it was too late and he was too deep in it that, you know, he had to roll with the punches. Either that or he was skeptical and felt like something was taking place and he kind of turned a blind eye and just acted like he didn't know. Out of sight, out of mind, we're getting millions, right? So it's tough because I just don't see how he couldn't... So let's put it into this podcast, right? Let's say... For some weird, for some way, there's a way for us to scheme our audience into podcasts. Maybe you were hustling and doing, taking crypto ads from, you know, false crypto companies off on the behalf of the podcast, and I didn't know about it. Mm -hmm. And you were coming to me, giving me bread, and, you know, I don't think there's any world where I don't figure out where this bread is coming from. If I don't know where this bread is coming from, DJ Envy's, he's a bad businessman to begin with. Why are you, first of all, who's giving this nigga hundreds of thousands of dollars to do real estate? Look at this bum ass nigga. It's DJ Envy, bro. It's DJ Envy and this bum ass nigga Caesar. What are we talking about? This nigga got out of prison. You about to give him fucking hundreds of thousands of dollars to do real estate? But if you got hundreds of thousands of dollars, go buy the house your damn self, nigga. What the fuck? What are you doing? Go buy a house yourself. You got plenty of bread. What you letting this fat ass nigga do it for you? The funny part was they're looking through his pay stubs. <laughs> Apparently he was going to fucking Wendy's, going hella fat nigga places. That shit was funny. But um, 
No. So I'm just, my point is, it's like, there is not a world where you could do something like that. And obviously we're speaking hypothetically, Stone would never do anything like that. And if he was to do something like that, you know, we ride or die. I'm in on that shit. If he's scamming you, I'm scamming you. Hell no. Cut that shit out because I, I know my boy Sterling, but I, I don't know the 20 years from now, Sterling, I ain't trying to get caught up and they just gonna clip that video. If he's scamming you, I'm scamming you. Oh, shit. Hell no. Never mind. That's a clip right there, bro. Oh, my God. But uh, uh, I would know where those funds are coming on, especially when we're moving millions of dollars, dude, and I need to know what's coming to me. Because if I'm your business partner, we're moving millions of dollars. How many of those millions are mine? I need to know that. I'm looking at all. Where's the millions coming from? Where's it going to? Apparently, he was, you know, taking investments on homes he didn't own or he already previously or he already had and saying that he was going to buy different properties. And they were buying those properties in very uh, lower income areas. So the individuals who had the money you know, weren't driving through Oblock to see, oh, what's, what's my real estate property looking like? Nah, they just gonna take your word for it. And so yep. what probably happened, Caesar probably did a few things and he did it for a while and he made some quick money and people wanted their money back and he had to recoup and recover. And so the only way to recoup and recover is to find a new victim. And he probably had um, another, he probably had a big lick coming or he was waiting for a big lick so he can pay off everything and everything's fine. That's the story for every Ponzi scheme. That's how it goes. Envy had to know, is my point, at some point, I don't think he, like, because if I didn't know, if I didn't know and, like, somebody with my business partner was doing that to me, bro, like, Envy's not corroborating. He's mad quiet. He's not speaking on it. Like, hell no, I got going to... You know, you my boy. I ain't no snitch, but like, damn, nigga, we weren't. <laughs> you can't tell me about this shit, yo. I'm gonna have to. I'm not gonna say you did anything, but I'm gonna have to vividly and advocately say I did not do anything. You know, I'm not gonna say you did. You did anything. I just like, I damn well know I didn't do anything. So, <laughs> yeah. You know, that's that's my two cents. You know, I think, I think when it comes, I think when it comes to this type of thing, is it's really difficult because. Like, obviously, you want to trust every business partner that you have. At the end of the day, um, what did I hear the other day? Uh, or no, one of my coworkers had told me, I think it was yesterday, was like, first off, this is why you don't do business with people that are fat. Um, <laughs> no, no. It, it, the, and the point of it was... Fat people are successful, they, though, right? I thought there's a lot of fat, successful people. Not as many as you probably think. Well, back in the um, day, like, being fat was a sign of wealth. Yeah, but now it's not. It's like, for example, like if somebody's if somebody's a little large, and they and they like are doing business with you. Most a lot of in the professional business world, not talking about this. We're talking about the the world that we live in, you and I. Yeah. Um, most men and women, men. This is a man thing mostly. Don't want to work with people that are fat men in higher positions and partner up with them is because. If they can't take care of themselves, how can they take care of a business? Um, and, like, how do you get to that point where you just literally just look that way? Because you have to take care of your body. Your body is your temple, you know? Um, but back to my whole original point, it's, like, kind of, like, on the leeway where you were at is I think that Envy, I think he figured out 
like you said, a little later than he probably wanted to. And then he was like, oh, it can't get that bad. Right? Because he's not even paying attention to it. Like you said, out of sight, out of mind. And old old buddy starts as like, oh, screw this, bro. I'm going to keep, I'm ripping, I'm hitting licks now. Like, I'm going to start hitting as many licks as possible. Because Envy knows now. Like, he's just like, he basically gave me the silent okay without saying okay. Yeah. So, in his head, he's thinking, oh, like, Envy gave me the go-ahead. I'm just going to start wilding out. And that's when you start getting dumb. That's when the things go, that's when shit goes sideways. That's when it happens. And obviously, this guy that he's with is not that educated. And like you said, he just, he, he got out of prison. Like, honestly, another thought that went through my head is that Envy probably figured out, and his boy was like, his quote-unquote business partner was like, nah, bro, if you say anything. That could happen, too. That, that communication. I could see that almost more than just Envy finding out and turning a blind eye to it. I could see both sides, because, like, for me, bro, like, if we make it that type of money, I might have to turn a blind eye, too. Because what am I going to do? Like, uh, all right, uh, if like, you scam, we scam Because he knows if he tells anybody, this guy's got shooters, and he's like, you're dead. Like, there's no, like, I'm going to run away from this. Like, you're dead, bro. Here's like, the problem, though. It's a RICO case. So that don't matter. You're lumped in by association. If they got anything on Envy, anything where he's he doesn't even have to like they don't even have to prove that he knew. They can prove that he was negligible in the situation. Because the thing is, this operation doesn't run without Envy, regardless of his knowledge of what Caesar's doing or not. If he has zero, Caesar can't garnish these investments. DJ Envy can garnish the investments. It's DJ Envy's name, which still baffles me. I don't know what about DJ Envy makes nigga want to give them $100,000 for some real estate. I don't know. He's the last nigga I'm thinking of to give $100,000 to some real estate. It's just not happening. I'd rather give it to the uh, some niggas off of HGTV or some bullshit. But my point is, is that he is the figure. He's the face. He's the one at auditoriums, on the podium, that everybody's coming to hear and listen to him speak. And he's the reason why they're giving this fat nigga Caesar hundreds of thousand dollars to go invest in Oblock. And, you know, I also, that's, that's so smart, though. That's so smart. Like, we go invest in these places. I know your white ass is not about to pull up. Your rich ass is not about to pull up in this spot. Like, yeah, we own that. <laughs> we, we own that place right here. Oh, really? Gotta go in? If you want, go in. <laughs> go in. Go in. Go in, bitch. <laughs> Look around. Oh, <laughs> hell no. So, I mean, dude, it's smart. I honestly, like, I find Ponzi schemes and, you know, white-collar crimes fascinating because parts of them are so, like, in order to pull off a white-collar crime, especially at this magnitude and scale, you know, there is, it's very intricate moves you've got to make. You have to manipulate. It is, it is white. Look, hey, bro, <laughs> I will sit here and talk with you. I've had this conversation, I think I've had this conversation before with my little sister, um, like, kind of talking about Trump and his whole situation and that type of stuff, and it's like, 
people are always so smart. I'm like, dude, these people aren't stupid that do it. Like, they just get, there's, there gets to a point where they get stupid with their own greed a lot of the time. That's the thing. That they they can't walk away. Yeah, and it gets, yeah, it gets away. But when they're in it, bro, like, people don't even know it's freaking happening. They're like, oh, this is, this is, okay, cool, yeah, sure, I'll do that. I'll do that, that, and that. Like, these people have to manipulate and be able to prospect effectively. Like you said, if you, if you kind of, if the well goes dry on one end, you basically have to find another, uh, like you said, another victim. And you keep moving the line, bro. And you gotta be able to, like, it's, they said it reached. There, there's, I've heard as high as 80 million, as low as 17. So there's not a definitive, but let's say it was the 80 million. Essentially, these guys convince people to say, "Hey, your 80 million would look much better in my bank account <laughs> than your bank account." That's essentially what he did. He didn't purchase any properties. He didn't do any real investing. He found a way, a scheme, a system, a mechanism, a machine to move $80 million from one bank account into his, and he was just living off of it. But the thing is, uh, the problem is, is you either can't, you either don't walk away soon enough, or you're in the position like Caesar and Envy, where your scheme is a never-ending snowball effect and the longer it takes place the further you have to dig your way out of it and it almost gets to an inevitable point where you're either going to fall for fall face first and get a rico case or you're going to lose all the money and you just go broke it's, there's just no in between so i mean just do the slow way make a real businessman like come on you ain't got a scheme yeah. there's ways to get real money out there y'all ain't gotta do no scam or nothing like that. And if you are going to scam, walk away early. Walk away early. Get your, it's like gambling, bro. It's literally like gambling. If anybody's told, I've never personally been to Vegas myself, right? But anybody that's been to Vegas or gambles like at any like poker, any any casinos, they're like, get in, get out. Like, get in, get your winnings quick, because guess who always wins? The freaking dealer. You will never beat the dealer. The slot machines, oh, for everybody listening, 1% niggas, slot machines are, they know exactly how much they're going to make from a slot machine the day it starts. If you win big on a slot machine, you never, never go again on that same slot machine. It is rigged to let you win big, one, let a couple big wins a certain amount of time, and it's going to take it all back. If you win, you were one of the lucky ones to sit down on that one, walk away, slot machines are done. I guarantee you, if it's not the next one, the one after that is going to take everything you got from you. Yeah. And casinos and are genius, man. And they figure it out with uh, from to not any sunlight coming in to, you know, the, the psychology of gambling and, like, that type of high that you get. It's, I mean, it's literally a genius invention, but it's the same thing. Like, you don't want to get into a bad situation. Like, the worst thing is, like, it's like taking, I mean, a Ponzi scheme is essentially you're lying for a living. Um, but that being said, like, if you're going to lie, like, if you live in a lot, like, everybody, I'm not going to say people lie to themselves. I'm not going to say There's very few people on this planet who don't have secrets, right? There's very few people. 
very, very few. Like so small of a population, they probably barely, they probably don't even really exist. Right? Everyone has things they keep to themselves, which is completely cool, right? But it's like when, if you lie to yourself all the time about whatever's going on in your life, whatever, so on and so forth, there's a point where you, one, you start to believe it, and then two, it's like, holy shit, we're kind of in a bad spot now that I've had this lie going for six months that I could have told the truth a month ago or five months ago, and I'd probably be in a way better spot, um, ultimately, right? Um, so, yeah, it's, it's wild that even happened, bro. Like, I, I think it's insane. Like you said, the engine is DJ Envy and Envy himself. But, man, it's finesse and shit. It's some finesse shit, bro. White collar crime, like you said, is always super interesting. Hey, Envy, though, it was a good ride. I'll see you in the next life, my bro. Bro, they getting, they getting Rico cases pulled up left and right at this point, bro. Like It's, like, wild to even, like, consider. Like, I'm thinking about, like, for me, I'm obviously... I feel like I'm a pretty smart guy. Like, I feel like I'm pretty well-rounded in most topics, you know, in in the books, outside of the books, on the, like, on the street, whatever. There's just, there's some things I definitely don't know. Like, there's definitely some things I don't know. And I'm like, oh, and I find myself as I get older every single day. I'm sure you have the same. I have this happen so often, probably more than has ever happened in my entire life over the past year or two, where I'm like, oh, wow, I didn't know that. Oh wow! I didn't know that. Like I'm learning new things. I'm like that's actually insane. Um, so maybe your boy Caesar was just figuring it out. Maybe he's up late at night and he learned. Okay, this is how Ponzi scheme works. And said, "All right, all right, Envy, go ahead and give me that. Give me that money. Let, let me, let me, let me run that real quick." So, yeah, Breakfast Club. It was good. <laughs> it was good. We're all laughing. But speaking of uncomfortability and just some hood stuff going on, uh, we got G Erbo and Southside. They actually trolled our guy Funny Marco. If you don't know who Funny Marco is, um, look up Funny Marco Bobby Altoff. That's the first thing that pops up when you type in Funny Marco. Um, just watch that. That's all you need to know. But aside from the point, um, post podcast, after. Uh, Funny Marco, obviously they departed one another being Gierbo and Southside from Funny Marco's show. He later tweeted, Funny Marco did, that he was uncomfortable, but still felt, felt like he needed to put the, the episode out with those two particular individuals. So in this situation, we know Funny Marco, and if you don't know who Funny Marco is, like I said, please go watch uh, the Bobby Altoff. You can watch really anything, but like Specifically, the Bobby Alltalk podcast. Shout out Bobby Alltalk. Give me a shout out, please. Help our channel. Um, he's a troll. Like, he is a troll. But has he kind of gotten that? Did he get that from Giorgio and Southside because of his own character that he plays via podcast, via internet? Just for his own content creation, for the for the for obviously his own income. I'm not gonna be mad at him, but um, for me personally, just from off the top, without going too deep into it, I think yes and no because like we were talking about earlier, G Obo and this in Southside, they're about the smoke, bro. 
Like, they didn't give a fuck. They're really on this shit. And with some of that funny market who's, like, trying to play into, like, little niche markets of, like, your headspace where he's like, oh, like, that's kind of funny. Oh, that's, I just thought, that's an intrusive thought I had. He can definitely get, he definitely get, definitely got caught a little bit off guard. But I kind of want to let you see your thoughts on it, Mike. See, I think that, so what I've been hearing, I've been hearing a bunch of people say that, you know, if you're going to be this troll character that Funny Marco does, he's, you know, he's very nonchalant, very troll-like. He, I say that he birthed the Bobby Altoff interview style, like he's the originator of that, and that video of him and Bobby doing it together uh, it's really what catapulted everything, and then obviously that sort of led to the Drake interview that recently we had deleted. But besides the point, a lot of people are saying, like, if you're going to be that troll, then you have to expect that your audience is on guard, is going to come with that troll energy, and you got to handle it. Well, what? They broke his $30,000 watch. That ain't trolling, my nigga. That's, that's real-life beef, bro. That's... That's fucked. And I imagine for somebody like Funny Marco, it's not as simple as going and get another $30,000 watch. Like, nah, this is my piece. <laughs> like, this right here is my piece, dog. It's not like I'm going and getting three more of these. This is the piece right here. So that's kind of fucked. My point of view, I kind of see it differently. And I can see it from both ways. But where I lean on it and where I sit at is I feel like if you were going to accept an interview and go on someone else's platform, it is your job to do your due diligence on how that host runs his platform, what he's going to do. If you feel like you can't handle that, you're not comfortable doing that, your ass doesn't need to be at that podcast. You don't need to take that interview. That interview might not be for you. And the reason why I say that is, you know, when this channel grows, and let's say we start bringing stars up here, we have them talk about these topics with us, and Kiki on the mics, right? Pause. Um, so what we're gonna, what I'm saying is basically, me and Sterling have dark humor. If we bring somebody on this podcast and we get into a topic and we really get going and we start having fun with this shit and we say some wild shit and you get up here and you're offended and now you want to like turn up the podcast and kill the vibe and act all offended and shit, my, my whole thing will be, well, did you not, have you never watched our content before? Did you not do your research before coming up here? Do you not know what kind of shit we get into? Because this is what we do every episode. Like, this is what we do. So, like, why did you come up here if you weren't, like, down with what we do? Don't, don't bring that energy on this podcast if that's not what you're down with. Like, if you're not down with it, okay, I get that. Tell me that. Like, hey, man, like, we'll love to be on the pod. Love what you guys doing over there. But, you know, how y'all kind of run things over there, I don't think that would sit well with me. I couldn't really, like, rock with it. Then it would be in our court. We either adapt to your style or we say, hey, man, cool, whatever. You might not be, like, the right guest for the podcast. That's the yeah. discourse to take. But you can't go up there and start, you know, harassing the interview host, saying that, like, oh, my son fucking hates you because – of your podcast style. We know your podcast style. We ain't going to let you trump. We ain't going to let you troll us on camera and stuff like that. Bro, take that somewhere else. You don't need to be on the camera. 
Everyone who goes on that knows what they're getting themselves into. They do their research. They play along. When you're on a Bobby Altoff interview, you know she's going to act like she has no clue who you are. You're fucking the biggest names in the world. You're Drake, Shaq, whatever. She knows who the fuck you are, dude. Like, it's not serious. It's a character. If you go up there and you get butt hurt, dog, you weren't meant to be on this podcast. You should have done your research. You should not hop on platforms where you don't feel comfortable in the setting. That's on you. That's my personal take. Yeah, I mean, I and I, I mean, Benny Marker is a funny guy, um, and I feel for him because it definitely can be a bit weird for anybody, really, like to have somebody like kind of just talk shit directly to your face, and they think they like. It's because you're trolling. They think they're trolling. They're doing it the complete wrong way. Like, because uh, them boys, Giorgio and Southside, are not meant to troll anybody personally. They need to just stick to the hood and nigga shit. Um, but I think that when it comes down to it, I agree with you. Like, if you're not doing the research, I, I agree with that point. But it's like I said, it's kind of like you got to be to be expected when it comes to some of that troll content. To get some backlash, yes, it shouldn't be on the episode. They fucking just call you out and, like, rip you a new one. But there needs to be some type of, like, almost like a funny pushback. They could have they could had more fun with it, to be honest with you. But the fact that it kind of ended the way it did. I, I feel like they weren't really being flat. funny, though. Especially, like, Jerobo. No, I don't, no, I don't no, think he was being funny. No, they were not being funny. They I think they were masking it with humor, but, like, they were really, like, they were fucking yeah. with this nigga. They weren't trolling They were fucking with him, and they knew that, like, he couldn't do shit about it, basically. Which is a fucked up thing to do on somebody else's show. Like, you, you come up on their shit, and you're like, nah, we gonna take this shit over, by the way. Like, good <laughs> luck, dog. What, you, what are you gonna do? You're still gonna put it out. Like, this kid's at three million views right now. Like, good ass content. He's still gonna put it out. I mean, I don't know what else to say. But, I mean, funny, Marco, keep doing your thing, bro. Maybe just get better guests because Diogo, Southside, I mean, whatever. <laughs> I mean, if you don't wanna feel scared, uncomfortable, or awkward, I'd highly recommend not inviting G or people like G Erbo to your podcast. Um, it would just create a lot of issues because it sounds like that G Erbo came in, G Erbo and Southside, specifically G Erbo, came in with like a, I guess, a motive off the rip. And that's just kind of like not a good sign. That's not a good sign. G Erbo comes to your shit already ready to rip you. You might as well just go back home. Facts. But that being said, I know Cap Mans is getting tired. Uh, Mans Mans is out here still gonna get his cookout though. That's for damn sure. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, should we push? I lo- I mean, we can, but like I don't. Know. Yeah, we could push it to the next one. All right, we'll we'll push. We'll push. But, all right, all right, guys. Well. That is this week's episode. <laughs> uh, this was a fun one, honestly. I had a lot of fun with yeah. this. Maybe we can find, I'll try and like look for more topics kind of like these that, you know, maybe aren't like the big names all the time, but these are quality, good conversations. 
So I hope you guys enjoyed it. Let us know if you want to see more uh, topics like this. Uh, let us know. We'll we'll cater to you. You know, we're trying. Like, to- subscribe, comment, five stars, three stars. Don't care what type of stars on any audio platforms. Like I said, like, subscribe, comment, and turn the notification bell on so you guys do not miss any of the After Dark episodes. That's yeah, it. if you're a real one and you listen to this podcast and I know you, shoot me a text so I know who out here listening and who out here ain't listening. So I'm going to be waiting for the text. And this is at the end of the pod, too, so I know who really listening. <laughs> so, we, shoot. Know, we, we know. We know. We shoot know. it over. All right. So for the fellas out there listening, listen, man, if this podcast don't show you, you know, we just give you – we basically just need to be the 1% nigga guy at this point. We might need to change the whole name of the podcast. But if you're not a one, they only want a 1% nigga. So you got to quit your bitching and just, you know, just do it. Get your bread up. Just get your bread up. Get your bread up. Fly them out. You can't get mad if they don't sleep with you. You're a 1% nigga. That flight don't mean nothing to you. But oh, word, you ain't, you like that? All right. Well, I'll get you a flight back anyways because I don't really like that. Nah, don't do that, nigga, because that's some simp shit. <laughs> make her, fu- make her fly her make her, find her way. Make her, make her find her own way home. That's the way to do it. Oh, my God. The way to do it is you buy a one-way plane ticket, my nigga. So the flight back is not guaranteed. You got to earn the flight back. 1% niggas think outside the box. Just like that. No pun intended with Sterling being in the box. All right? And for the ladies out there listening, guess what, sweetie? He don't want you. He just want to fly you out so he can beat that shit up and take your ass back home, all right? So you just got to move on, all right? But it's it's okay. You're still beautiful, and you're powerful, and will always love you. It's the After Dark Podcast. Until next time.